Welcome to the Social Media Takeaway. I'm your host, Louise McDonnell, and today I'm going solo. I'm speaking about something that is going to change social media right now. It's bigger than COVID, it's bigger than climate change, and it's already happening. It's AI. I've been to the Social Media Marketing World 2024, and here are my key takeaways about what you need to do to adapt your social media strategy right now in 2024. Hi everyone, I'm just back from sunny San Diego where I attended the Social Media Marketing World 2024 conference. It was quite the experience. I met so many people, made business connections, and enjoyed three days of hearing about the latest trends and strategies. More than that, I had the opportunity to come away from my business and look back into it. This gave me the time and the headspace to consider how I need to adapt. Now, I invite you to listen to this podcast and think about your business and how you will adapt. Because, ladies and gentlemen, the world as we know it has changed. But before I get into that, I just want to have a big shout out to Michael Stelsner and his team at the Social Media Examiner for a job well done with the Social Media Marketing World Conference 2024. They thought of everything and did their best to ensure that all attendees enjoyed and found the conference beneficial. From introverts to extroverts, they considered everything from all angles. And as I re-emerged from the conference, I wanted to share my key takeaways with you. Now, one thing that I didn't expect to take from the conference, as I alluded to a few minutes ago, is that the world as we know it has changed. Many of you listening might not know that yet. And I know I certainly wasn't aware of just about how much the world has changed and the impact that this will have on our lives now and for generations to come. And by the way, these changes are already taking place. To quote from a podcast with Mo Gaudat that I listened to on the way home from the conference, AI is bigger than climate change, way bigger than COVID. This will redefine the world in unprecedented shapes and forms within the next few years. But more about AI a little later on. Here are my key takeaways, which will help anyone in business right now that wants to use social media as a sales generation tool in 2024. The first takeaway that I want to share with you is about having a basic strategy in place. This is always the the foundation to success. Having a strategy hasn't changed and it never will. Strategy never dates and it never dies. And those businesses that take the time to strategize, to get clear on their message are always more successful. Knowing who you serve, how you as a business are different, what your customers' pain points are, and how you solve their problems. Knowing that and being able to consistently and effectively communicate it is always important. I really enjoyed Alex Catoni's Wheel of Persuasion workshop that she delivered on the first day of the conference. In this workshop, Alex talked us through a six-step framework that she uses to help businesses get clear on their messaging when it comes to persuading the customer that they are the best solution to the customer's problems. The six steps are as follows. Number one, you identify the first P, which is the problem. So you have to be very clear on what the problem is that your audience has. The second P Alex talked about was the pain. So the problem and the pain are not exactly the same thing. The problem is the overarching problem the person has. The pain is how it shows up in their daily lives. 
again, really important to do your research when speaking to people and not just to ask them their problems, but to delve deeper and deeper and deeper and to truly understand what that means day in, day out to them, because that's what they're going to respond to in your messaging. The third P that Alex spoke about is prescribing the solution to the problem. Now, this is just the solution. It's not your solution. So say, for example, somebody has a problem and you're saying, well, really, you need to take a new course. or You need to learn how a new skill or you need to use this new tool. But you don't necessarily say that it's your, your course or your tool just at this time. So you have to get your customer or your potential customer to understand what the potential solution is to the problem. That's the third P. The fourth P is then you pivot and you start talking about not their pain and their problems, but you as being the person there to solve their pain and problems. So you communicate what your mission is, what your reason is for being in business, why you do what you do, and and that happens to be something which is going to solve their problem. So if relevant, you can share personal stories, which helps you connect at a deeper level with your potential customer. The fifth P then is you position your business as the best solution by reminding the audience that maybe other solutions that they may have tried in the past didn't work. And maybe through not working, they caused other problems for your potential customer. And then the sixth P is you lastly introduce your product. And you share why your product is the solution for the potential customer and the solution that they have been searching for and that it's the right solution for them at this time. I really liked this approach from Alex. And for me, working on your messaging and getting clear on your messaging is laying the solid foundation for success. A second key takeaway I took from the conference was all about the power of storytelling Dr. J.J. Peterson was really, really entertaining. I really enjoyed his workshop. And he spoke about the topic of storytelling. He shared with us that the average person daydreams 30% of the time. So I want you to think about that. If you are delivering a keynote address, if you are training, if you are speaking with a potential customer, the last thing you want them to do is to to daydream because you've lost their attention. He also shared that the average person is bombarded with between 3,000 and 5,000 commercial messages every single day. So how do we stand out? He talked about the importance of narrative transportation, which is putting ourselves in the story. So the more that we put ourselves in the story, the more the story influences us. On the way home from the conference, I was watching the newest film from Indiana Jones and I found myself jumping when moments in the, in the movie when Indiana was being chased here, there and everywhere. And that's exactly what Dr. JJ was speaking about. That is when you're jumping because you're in the film because you're feeling the pressure and the worry of being caught by the bad guys. That is really what he spoke about when he spoke about narrative transportation. Now, when we are delivering our stories to our potential customers, the more that we can get our potential customer to put themselves in the story, the more it will influence them. Dr. JJ talked about the importance of hero stories. And again, this is one of my own mantras. The hero should always be your customer and not you. When you tell stories of your customers succeeding, 
When they become the hero, you attract the attention of other people similar to your customers with similar problems who also want those problems solved. According to Dr. JJ, when telling the story, your hero's problems must be very clear. He says not to overcomplicate it and that commas are not your friend. I loved this. Keep it simple. Keep it short. Get their attention. In the story, you are the guide and your customer or potential customer is the hero. So you as the guide help your hero transform, but you don't transform. You remain the same. You give your hero the plan and you help them take the action to overcome their problems so that they find the solution. So in fact, by listening to this podcast, I am your guide and I want you to be the hero that ultimately succeeds. One of the strong themes of the conference was AI and how could it not be? According to one of the speakers, Ron Callis, we are at the beginning of the beginning. AI is here and it's going to change the world. He referenced, as many of the speakers did, the 30th of November 2023, the day ChatGPT was launched. According to Ron, everything instantly felt different. He said that many businesses and jobs will cease to exist. But he also said that this has always been the way. He talked about business sectors like the ice trade, which ceased to exist with the invention of refrigerators. He also talked about what life must have looked like before 1874, before things like the typewriter, the telephone, the automobile, the radio and the film camera. AI is the new normal and some people will never remember or know what life was like before it. Mary Smith was inspirational as ever and she shared some interesting social media statistics. There are currently 5 billion people on the planet who spend between three or four hours per day on social media. Of those 5 billion, 3.1 billion users are on Meta's platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, Messenger, Threads and WhatsApp. Mary also shared with us that Facebook and Instagram are showing less personal content and more suggested or recommended content in the news feeds. Now, this is something I've noticed myself quite a lot over recent times. In fact, Anyone who's been listening to me will hear me complain bitterly about it. I'd like Facebook to stay like Facebook always was, the place where you connected with your friends, your family and community. And I don't know about you, but I feel that when I go onto Facebook now, I just see in the same type of reels that I see on Instagram and on TikTok. However, Mary has told us that by sharing this type of real content, suggested content, it has increased time in app by 7% on Facebook and 6% on Instagram. On the theme of AI, Mary said that Mark Zuckerberg is obsessed with dominance. He wants to be the dominant player in the marketplace. And because of this, Meta is investing heavily in their own generative AI model to compete with ChatGPT. How will this show up within the Meta suite of products? Well, we can see already that you can now use AI to create post descriptions, to create images. There's new features coming to use AI in groups on your Facebook group. So the way that Mary explained this is that if somebody asks a question in your group and you have this feature turned on, the AI too will then look for the answers in the content that's already been published within the group and it will then produce that answer for you. So the AI tool is answering on your behalf. Could be absolutely amazing, but it could be disastrous at the same time. There's also new custom AI chats for your business that you can use again to use your own information, 
your own assets. When people ask questions, it will, the AI tool will search through all your data and respond automatically to the request. Chris Penn gave a really, really interesting talk in relation to AI. He talked about that organic search or non-branded organic search is dying. Now, what does that mean? That means when somebody goes to Google and they search for the answer to a problem, but they're not actually searching for a brand name. So it could be how to make apple pie or how to update my phone or how to fix the boiler. These are all problems that people go to, to Google traditionally with. And what he's saying is that a lot of those non-branded searches are now moving to tools like ChatGPT. So if you have a website and you have articles in your website on, for example, how to update your LinkedIn profile or how to create a reel for Instagram reels, if you have been depending on articles like that in your website to bring traffic to your website, what you're probably going to see is a huge drop-off in organic search traffic coming to your website from the likes of Google. So if you're looking for new traffic to come to your website, you got to think of other ways that you can do that. He also talked about gaining authority with ChatGPT and other generative AI tools. And he said the way to do this was to be in as many places as possible on the internet, because tools like ChatGPT are just reading all the content from most websites on the internet. He advised to go on, it on as a guest on as many podcasts as possible, publish as much content as possible and get that content everywhere. Publish it on your own website, send out press release, get it on new sites all over the internet. Because ChatGPT does not assign authority to web pages in the same way that search engines do. So being published on an authoritative website, such as, let's say, the New York Times, holds the same value as being published on a, a brand new blog on the internet. So for ChatGPT, it's just all content. Obviously, in the real world, it matters. So yes, if you get published to the New York Times, there is authority associated with that. But when it comes to the likes of ChatGPT, it's assigning authority to your brand at the moment just based on volume of content. So his advice was to be everywhere. Chris, he said that AI is helping businesses finish 12% more tasks. Tasks are completed on average 25% more quickly and that 40% are producing higher quality results. So again, AI as a tool is there for us to embrace. It's there to help us improve our productivity and get better results. So with all the talk of AI, here's what I think that everyone needs to think about doing. Authenticity is more important than ever. In a sea of AI-generated content, it's more important than ever to stand out. Social media platforms will be flooded with generic AI content, AI images, AI videos. The barriers to becoming content creators have simply been removed. Are you a successful coach or consultant looking to scale your business to the next level? Are you ignoring social media or find you're spending time there, but it's not leading to new business? I'd like to invite you to my exclusive five-day challenge, Turn Social Media Time into Sales. It's starting on Monday the 13th of May at 12 p.m. ET. Discover how to use social media to drive real business sales and achieve your goals. By the end of the challenge, you'll be spending less time on social media, but you'll be getting better results. And not only that, you'll have a clear roadmap for success. Get ready to feel enthusiastic, energized, 
and empowered to take your business to new heights. Don't miss out. Sign up at www.sellonsocialmedia.academy forward slash five day challenge. But what is coming, if it's all not already here, is oceans and oceans of samey samey mediocre average quality content. If it's generic, it won't be effective. If you are creating this content or outsourcing this type of content to a content creator who doesn't understand your brand, doesn't understand your audience, doesn't know how your brand is different, doesn't know how you serve your audience, and if they're creating content on your behalf, you will have a presence, but it will not be an effective presence. It will not lead you to achieving your business goals. Do I feel that this will affect my academy or my agency? No, because we put authenticity at the heart of our content and our paid ad campaigns. In my academy, I train and I coach people how to show up consistently on brand, on message, but more important, authentically. A real image of you and your team will always outperform an AI-generated image. A post description written from the heart will connect more with your audience rather than a generic, overly wordy description full of emojis that your audience knows you didn't actually write. A video where you don't look picture perfect will, much to your dismay, probably perform better. Why? Because it looks real and therefore will stand out. Algorithms are important but ultimately they reward good content. Don't get too hung up on the rules. Focus on quality content that appeals to your viewer because this will work every single time. Think of content themes rather than topics. So rather than coming up with different topics, let's say one topic for your newsletter, another topic for your social media posts, another topic for a live video, another topic for your podcast. So rather than thinking in terms of topics, Think of it in terms of a theme. So for example, I have a theme every week for my social media and I use AI to repurpose content across all my social media content. Last week, the theme for my social media was getting better at direct sales. I published a podcast. I used the transcript from the podcast and I used ChatGPT to repurpose the video transcript into a LinkedIn newsletter and a nurturing email for my list and a blog for my website. Because I was using the transcript, I was able to ask ChatGPT to use my words, my tone and my style so that what it produced for me was pretty much nearly what I would use. I still had to go in and edit it myself. I used preview video snippets to share interesting sound bites about the podcast I used Descript.com to quickly edit the Zoom recording of the interview for my long-form video on Facebook and YouTube. And I used some of the advice in the podcast to create static carousel posts for LinkedIn, Facebook and Instagram. I created a poll on LinkedIn and Instagram. So this is how one theme can be repurposed in many, many ways to create content. So the one piece of content, which was the podcast, eventually became a full week of social media content. One poll two short videos, one long form video, one podcast, one static post, one carousel post, one blog post on my website. I published these across LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, my website and my email. My words using AI to increase productivity, 
output, and visibility. Authentic content of interest to my audience. The content is also evergreen, so I can repurpose it again in the future. Does it matter to my audience that they may have seen my content on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and my email? No. In fact, I would argue that they need to see it in multiple places, multiple times for it to resonate with them. There are 84,600 seconds in every day. The average person is awake 57,000 seconds a day. The average person is on social media 13,000 seconds a day. The average post appears in the newsfeed 2 to 3 seconds. You need to reach your audience multiple times on message, I would argue across multiple platforms, to have any impact with them. I also speak about the notion of consistency and persistency when it comes to using social media. And when I was at the conference, this really occurred to me how important these two things are. Most people give up too quickly. They think social media hasn't worked for them. But the truth is, they have thrown in the towel the first minute of the game. In his keynote address, Michael Stelzner spoke about carrying out different experiments with the social media content. What I liked about this was the length for which he carried out the experiments and his persistence to keep trying when his approach appeared not to be working. Failure is an essential element of growth. When something doesn't work, it doesn't feel good, but we can only improve and grow by failing. If things worked out all the time, we would never change. Michael ran an experiment by publishing unscripted videos where it was just himself speaking to camera for about 10 to 15 minutes at a time. So not short form video, but certainly not too long either. He pushed out this form of content, he said, for about three months before coming to the conclusion that it didn't work. That's three months, not three posts. I actually loved the fact that Michael shared this failure with us because it's okay to fail when something doesn't work. We just need to find a way to make it work. We need to be persistent. In order to truly test if something is going to work, we need to be consistent. Michael switched to long-form writing without images for posts on Facebook and LinkedIn. And he started to see results. People began to comment on the post and reach out in DMs in a real and meaningful way. They connected with Michael in a real personal and authentic way. And here's the thing, that's what's working for Michael now. But this too will change and in the future he will probably need to adapt. What I really liked about his story was that he kept, he keeps showing up, he keeps showing consistently and he's persistent until he finds something that works. One of the consistent themes throughout the conference was that more than ever it's important to build a community, to build your tribe. While social media can be front and central in doing this, your number one priority should be growing your email list. You own this. You can control when you use it. You don't have to circumvent an algorithm on any social media platform in order to reach your audience. You can simply send them an email. You still need to keep your list happy by serving them content that they're interested in and that is useful to them. And that helps build a connection with you and your brand. I would argue that the people on your list are one step closer to becoming your customers than your social media followers. So that's it, everyone. There are my takeaways from the conference. 
Just to recap, I suppose the biggest thing to take away is that AI is here. It's changing the world we live in and it's something we're going to really need to think about now and in the future. I spoke about the importance of having a basic strategy as the foundation for success in your social media strategy. I talked about the importance of storytelling and how to put your customer in the story as the hero. I talked about how organic search is being replaced by ChatGBT. I also spoke about how in terms of showing up on social media, authenticity is more important than ever. So a real image of you, a real video, a real post description will always have more impact. I spoke about while algorithms are important, that it's just really important to keep pushing out really good content. In terms of content, I talked to you in terms of content themes rather than topics. So to have a theme for the week and to fill your social media with that theme by repurposing as much as possible using tools like ChatGPT. And then I talked about the importance of being consistent and persistent and then building your community and to really focus on growing your email list because this is an asset that you own and it's using your list that you can decide when you want to contact your potential customer and the people on your list are one step closer to becoming your customers. So that's it. Thanks very much for tuning in. I hope you really enjoyed the podcast as much as I enjoyed attending the conference. Uh, I'd love to hear if you have any key takeaways yourself or if there's anything that resonated with you in the podcast, please feel free to to get in touch. Um, You'll find me on all the different social media platforms. You'll always find me under Cell on Social M or you'll find me on LinkedIn under Louise McDonald. And I'd love to hear from you. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast. I'll be doing more solo podcasts in the future. But between now and then, I want you to take care, mind yourself and uh, best of luck with your social media marketing. Thanks for listening to the Social Media Takeaway podcast. If you loved this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to sellonsocialmedia.academy forward slash hello.